Well, good evening, everyone. Here we are, another evening with the Course of Love. Uh, we are currently in the third treatise, the treatise on the personal self, and we'll be starting with Chapter 16, Willingness, Temptation, and Belief, and that's page 225 in the third treatise. And as our usual protocol, each one will read a paragraph or two if they're like small. We will collapse them into one large one. And we'll read. And if we get to a point where, you know, somebody feels, you know, I read something I really want to talk about, you know, we all, we'll always stop. There's no script. You know, it's all dialogue. And, and we'll probably get through this particular oh I had this thing so highlighted oh my god it's all yellow this is a great chapter anyway um, so the usual protocol like I said chap you know paragraph by paragraph and then we'll just play it by ear going along and again let me remind you you know when people are speaking maybe you know remember to keep our phones muted because it's very distracting to hear a lot you know and and announce when you came on come on and and if you feel so too if you finish you can say completed but you know we do our usual but we respect everybody's time and space and you know amy's joined us she saw our faces or heard our voices in other medium whether it's zoom or teleconference but it's a matter of getting familiar with them too again through the teleconference so We'll try to just remember to keep, you know, try to keep her in the breath, you know, up to date. It's me, Paula. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Excuse again. me, Paula. Yeah. Paula, what what page number are we on, please? Three twenty-five, chapter sixteen in the third treatise. Okay, thank you. My, I have the first edition. Remember, I'm in the first edition, so it could yes. be different in someone else's book. But it is chapter 16 in the third treatise. And so, so Reverend, far, I have, at page 333 in the new edition. Thank you, Yvonne. Okay, so here we go. We got Judy. Amy, are you reading? <clears throat> I told the end, yes. Yeah. Okay, Amy's reading. Uh, Reverend Bill, are you reading? Sure. And uh, Gloria? Yes, I love it. I love it. Okay. And we have Lana listening. And Lana, if any time you feel like, you know, changing your mind and reading, you know, you're more than welcome. So, so we'll read to you in the meantime. Oh, thank, thank you, Lola. Oh, our pleasure, sweetie. Our pleasure. So let me just kind of get a still. Take a few minutes, a few deep breaths. Anchor yourself into the feeling of love, you know, into your heart. Bring your mind and your heart together in wholeheartedness. And open that heart. And hear these words. Take these words in. Take them in and let them just resonate wherever they meant to be. Let them be. And with that, I will just remember these words a little Affirmation here. Anchored in faith, we claim peace 
to keep us patient and positive. Guidance to show me the way. Healing to claim my wholeness. An abundant supply to meet my every need. So let's feel those words anchored in faith. And through that faith we find peace and patience and positivity and guidance and healing and wholeness and abundance and our every need is met. Hold those words. Let them settle in. They feel great. Let you feel loved and cared for and know that everything will turn out just the way it's supposed to have that faith. I needed these words, and I say thank you, God. Thank you. So, let me just back up a little bit from last week to bring us into the new chapter 16, Willingness and Temptation. While you would not be other than who you are, who you are is not limited to the concept of human being, nor to the laws of man. If you continue to act if you are still the same being that you have represented yourself to be in the past, you will not be living by the truth, but by illusion. Illusion is the truth by which you have lived. The total replacement of illusion with the faith is what the new thought system will accomplish. Obviously, This replacement must be total. This means that making this total replacement, let me start again. This means for making this replacement, I can't remember, for making this total replacement are in your hands, but you are hardly empty-handed. The truth goes with you, as does the love and peace of God. Judy, why don't you jump into one and two, and then Reverend, oh, Amy, do three, and then four, and then Reverend Bill, you can collapse five, six, and seven, and Gloria, do eight, okay? And we'll stop there, and whatever moves you, whether it's related to this work or something within you that invokes dialogue, the floor becomes yours. Okay, so here we go. Take it away, Judy. Thank you, Paula. Willingness to live by the truth is the only offering you are asked to make to God. You need make no other offerings. No sacrifice, no sacrifices need to be made, and sacrifices are, in truth, unacceptable to God. You are asked to give up nothing but unwillingness. Saying that willingness is the only offering that is required of you is the same as saying that you do not need to and in truth cannot give anything else or anything less. You do not need to give your effort to this calling. You do not need to struggle to create the new world you are called to create. You do not need to have a plan and you do not need to know precisely what this new world will look like. You simply need to be willing to live by the truth. You must 
forget mm-hmm. the idea that you can create the new from the old. If this were possible, you would indeed be called to effort and to struggle, to to planning and to the, a state of knowing that for which it is you to plan, for which it is you plan. These have been the ways of creation in the thought system of the ego, ways that have brought much advancement to the forms you occupy without changing their nature in the slightest measure. All the effort of the ego has not brought an end to suffering or strife, nor made of disillusion a happy dream. Amy and Blade, you're supposed to read four as well. Okay. Although you may still feel confused and lacking in ability to do what I'm asking of you, I feel confident in also saying that you are more content and happy, more peaceful and free of fear than you have ever been. While your life may not have changed in ways that you would like, and while its limitations may seem more, even more frustrating than before, I am also confident in saying that a hope has been instilled within you, a hope for the very changes that you feel you need in order to reflect within your daily life the new self you have become. Reverend Bill? I love that paragraph four. Four? Always. <laughs> Five. Would you like to talk about it? So we can do it now. Uh, no, we can wait. Let's see what unfolds. Thank you. Okay. We spoke once before within a course of love of your impatience and of this course acting as a trigger that would release all such impatience for what will be. Impatience for what will be can only be satisfied by what is. What is, is, despite the lag in time that would seem to make all that we speak of here a blueprint for some future reality. All that would keep this lag in time a constant and make it seem as if what is now still a awaiting replacement by what will be is a change that must occur within. As has already been said, this change has to do with the time-bound temptations of the human experience. All of these temptations relate to the beliefs set forth in a treatise on unity. You are already accomplished. Sustine, by saying that you are not only <clears throat> accomplished, but the accomplished, has been say that you are already what you have sought to be. Thus, in order to live by the truth, <clears throat> you must live in the world as the accomplished. 
and sees us struggling to the to be other than you that who you are in truth. This is struggling to be other than who you are in truth is a temptation of the human experience. It will become <clears throat> in many forms, all which will be related to an old partner of dissatisfaction with yourself. This temptation will be related to the intrigue of the challenge and actually the coaches and partner that have attempted to accomplish set goals in life. The key to resisting this temptation is no resistance at all to the idea that you are already accomplished. Keeping this idea in the forefront of your mind and heart will aid the translation of this aspect of the ego thought system to the thought system of the truth. Pass. Okay, let's stop here. Let's stop it. Uh, I'm going to jump right in here because... <clears throat> Paul, just a second. Paula, do I get to read or am I reading later? Oh, that's right, Yvonne. I'm sorry. You were supposed to read four. That's right. Amy. No, right. you have, didn't give me a... I did. Why didn't you... You should have stopped me right away, Yvonne. doesn't matter. Can, we, can me, I do Yvonne. it? Can I, am I oh, nine and yeah, hold on. Let me just look. Yeah. Do nine and ten. It, it, you know what? Can you just hold off? Because I think, sure. you know, up to that age. Do whatever is, you want. Yeah, I appreciate Because it's so much to absorb. And everything that was said in all these paragraphs, I, I've been, like, highlighting in my own head. And I just don't want to run through it for the sake of that we covered a paragraph. You know, that's not the design of this uh, call. You know that. No, I just it, maybe you missed me. That's the only reason I. And out. I did, and I, I'm sorry about that. I'm a little off tonight, a little more than off. So. No problem. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks for being understanding. Yeah. You know. It, and, you know, like we all have the days where we question ourselves and the knowing and the believing and the holding to the truth and, you know, hearing words you are already accomplished and yet you have a day where you just melt down to nothing, you know, and you feel mm-hmm. your humanness so, so prevalent and you, you so feel like, what the heck with all this faith and everything, why does these things keep happening and why? And the humanist just comes out, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's just, that's the kind of day I had today, to be very honest. And when I was reading these words, it's like so much it spoke to me you know, about all that you would keep this late in time. When I, I marked it here. Makes it seem as if it now is still awaiting replacement, but what will be is a change that must occur within. So I question, you know, what's within, why, and, you know what, maybe I'm just going to let somebody in. Somebody speaking. Hello? Yes, Amy? Yes. Yes? Did someone call me? 
Yeah, why did you call yes. it? Um, I'm talking. Was, why did you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm just wondering what, why you were calling Lana while I was talking. Is there something you need from Lana? I'm sorry. I thought you had stopped. And I, I, I did want to say something to Lana if, when you're finished, Paula. I'm, I'm finished. Okay, I'm all ears. Oh. I, I was wondering, Lana, if you would be kind enough to read 16.4, the one that you were supposed to read. I was supposed to read just 16.3, but would you be kind enough to read the one that, that Amy, you were supposed Amy, to read? Amy, 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 let me jump in here. I hear what you're doing, and I understand it. It was Yvonne that I Oh, Yvonne. Right. I'm so sorry. I don't, don't feel, you know, it, we okay. don't stand on protocol, you know, it, and, and Yvonne understood. Like I said, there's no format. Like if she, if you read it, it was fine, and Yvonne will read the next paragraph. You know, let's just relax. All right. I'm not going to say anything. You were sharing, Paula, weren't you? Were you sharing? No, I think I'm... Right now I'm going to step back and open the floor for dialogue. Let everybody else. Just... All right? Thank you. Okay. I wanted to share something about, um, if it's okay, just in general about this idea of being the accomplished. Every time I read that in Course of Love, I um I get these, you know, happy little holy goosebumps because um uh it reminds me every time I remember it, you know, when I'm in a tizzy or something or I feel like I have to do something or figure something out or um a moment of impatience you know, to know I need to do nothing and that I'm already accomplished and all I have to do is be still. Um, it's such a relief and a relief for me. I don't know if it's if it's that way for anybody else, but um, it's it's just that remembering. It's it's like the ego. It's like an ego trap that would make me think that oh, I've got to figure this out. Oh, I've got to understand this. Oh, I've got to do this, do that. And I'm, and I'm taking too long, you know, too many decades I've been working on this. But, you know, it, that just that remembering that, um, oh, I'm a perfect creation of God. I was created perfect. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to accomplish. I'm already accomplished. Um, it's like I just want to sigh and say, thank God. <laughs> And it's, I don't know, it just, um, whenever I come across that in the course of love, I always want to thank God that, yes, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your girl, God, you know, you made me perfect, and um, I can relax, and I can just let peace fill me up, or I can let whatever thoughts come into my mind that you would have me know, um, I just have to listen and be still, and um, just kind of enjoy the ride and see what unfolds and what you would have me know, Father. Um, it's just um, a lovely remembrance. 
So anyhow, I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, Lana. <clears throat> thank you for those words. Thank you. You'll never know. Yeah, thank this you, is Bob. Judy. Okay. Hello, this is Judy, and I would like to share, <laughs> if I may. Paula, as being our facilitator, sweetheart, would you acknowledge that it's okay for me to share or if somebody else needs to share just so that I know? Um, Judy, just so I have a sense of Just share, Judy, please. Come on, come you on. Know, you, know where I, you know where I'm coming from, baby. Anyway, <laughs> I, I would just like to share this, that in, in all of the, uh, ch- uh, the cha- not the chapters, in all of the paragraphs, that's the word I'm looking for, that we just read, there were a couple of things that really uh, touched me deeply. And one is that, and I will acknowledge what you just said, Lana, again, as we are all the accomplished. And what I have come to understand about that and from that is that all I need to do is trust. That's it. I just need to learn to trust that it's all there. It's all within me. It was placed there by God when he created all of us. It's all in there. And when I'm not feeling that sense of trust, when I'm not feeling that sense of connectedness, then I'm off track. And I don't like feeling that way. And I'm very, I'm very uh, keen on having myself feel the things that I prefer to feel. In other words, I know that I get to choose how I feel. And so for me, the whole idea is simply just trust, Judy, just trust. Just trust. It's there. You felt it. Just go with it. And a lot of times, um, well, some of you may be aware that I don't censor anything. <laughs> if there's something on my mind, it's, it's just out my mouth. I very rarely censor myself. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I do absolutely trust that, the, that whatever is being revealed to me is for some purpose. Whether I understand what it is or not doesn't even matter. There's just a purpose. So just go with the flow. And so I just wanted to um, share that for me, the trusting, the trusting of God, the trusting of my inner self is very, very important. And the other thing was that in one of the chapters, uh, pardon me, one of the paragraphs, it said something about um, hope. And all of a sudden it just came to me, why hope for something? Why not just expect it's going to happen? The expectation, the anticipation of that, that change within from um, ego-centered thinking to thinking with, with God or elevating the self of form to a higher self and just trusting that all of it is, is there. And it may not seem like it for me from time to time. However, as long as I can keep trusting, I think I, think I might be on the right path. I just wanted to share that. So thank you, and I am complete. Thank you, Judy. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Judy. That's a key component, trust. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Judy. Yeah. I'd like to offer something in this regard. Um, I appreciate what we've read, what we're reading in these, in the message about our being accomplished, uh, and uh, the gems that we were receiving in paragraph four. I'll come back to that in a moment, but I'll share that somewhere along the line in my time with the Course in Miracles, early on in the, in the Course in Miracles, I found myself sitting with the question, how could God create anything but God? 
And I've held that and recognize that this is we what we represent. And in that, here is this message that we are the accomplished, that we were created as the accomplished. And our journey has been uh, about re- forgiving the illusion that I'm not accomplished or that I need to do something to be accomplished. Instead, here I am to simply be and be my way of expressing whatever it is in any given moment. So, so I, I, I hold that in what we're reading in these paragraphs. And in paragraph four, I always celebrate um, that line. Uh, where is it? Oh. I must have gone to the wrong page. There it is. Okay. In paragraph four, he tells us, I feel confident in also seeing that you are more content and happy, more peaceful and free of fear than you have ever been. And every time I read that, I just stop and reflect and recognize, yeah, I've never, I've never even thought of wanting to say anything along like those lines while in this separated state. And yet, here now, I safely, calmly accept this and, and see that as a platform of right now and trust that's unfolding in what is next to come. So um, I really appreciate the, that, that particular paragraph. And it goes on to say, let's see, while your life may have not have changed in ways that you would have liked, and while its limitations may seem more fr- even fr- more frustrating than before, I am also confident in saying that a hope has been instilled within you a hope for, for the very changes that you feel you need in order to reflect within your daily life the new true self you have become. That message there is, of course, saying that I'm upset or I'm unhappy because things aren't the way that I expect them to be. Well, who's the I who's asking that? <laughs> and am I really in the right place to be asking that? I don't think so. However, when I'm willing to be open to my true self and to willing, willing to op- be open to this presence in this moment, that's when it matters. And there I can accept it. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. That was great. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was wonderful, Bill. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you all for the space. Floor's open. Yvonne, Amy, want to weigh in on anything here? Yeah, this is Yvonne, Paula. Um, I was um, reflecting on what Lana had talked about in terms of the accomplished. And when I was listening to um, Gloria read this, 
it, it came out, it just popped out at me more than before, where he says, the struggling, okay, so the accomplished, okay, okay, live in a world of the accomplished, and see struggling to be other than who you are in truth, okay? This struggling to be other than who you are in truth is a temptation of the human experience and will come in many forms. So it just kind of pops, yeah, of course it will come in many forms. That's the whole idea, right? It's uh, The human experience will comes in many forms, but it just for some reason today just kind of hit me. And, um, you know, I know we already accomplished, but I was just looking at the counter, counter disposition of this where he was saying the struggling to be other than who you are comes in many forms. So anyway, I found that... that resonated with me tonight. I'm complete. And, and you know, you're not, this is, you know, I, I just needed to say, I, that's what I've been zeroing in on, this, you know, just want that, that particular uh, sentence too, because <laughs> it's like I've been saying to myself all day, you're accomplished, because I was in such <laughs> a deep hole of whatever what I was going through and it was just like I, I was like vacillating and jumping back and forth and within my head like you know I, I can't even talk it, it was just a terrible experience today and it's like just reading these words it's like wow let me catch my breath let me just catch my breath and stop this struggling just catch my breath. I didn't even know who I was today. I still kind of like when he says, like, you know, who, who other than who are your true self. I don't know who I was today. It was one of those days that there was such self-reflection. and ah, I'm just catching my breath. Just sitting here. And I do appreciate it all of your shares. I do. But that line, the struggling to be other than who you are in truth is a temptation of the human experience. It will come in many forms, all of which will be related to an old pattern of dis- dissatisfaction with yourself. These temptations will be related to the intrigue of the channel, the challenge, and actually be couched in patterns that you have attempted to accomplish set goals, set goals. It's like he he gets and, you know, he knows, he knows us so well. He knows us. The key to resisting these temptations is not resistance at all, but the idea that you are already accomplished I would not have used for myself today, not at all. And I've had many, spoke to few people during the day, and each one not being like, of you know, from a group with my, they were just friends or so, and they would say one word, and and I, I would say yes, yes, like I was being helped all along the way, but you know when you're in that deep, ugly place and you just can't come out of it, and it's like. Uh, so I'm just kind of, kind of catching my breath now. So I'm just, I'm going to listen, all right? And I'll listen to everybody. So I'll try to help 
you guys along. So, but I'm going to suggest that when we start with six nine, uh, Yvonne, you start six nine six ten. Uh, then Judy pick up ten, eleven and twelve. Uh, then it's two eleven, and then it's Reverend Bill, thirteen fourteen. 15 for Amy, and then Gloria, you'll finish up 16 and 17. Do we got it? Did I get you, Yvonne? I got you, right? You didn't get me. No. 9 and 10. Yes, I did. 9 and 10. Don't drive me crazy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I job on my own. Don't eat me, please. Okay, oh, sweetheart. I can't forget Yvonne. Yeah. <laughs> Nine and ten. Just bear with me tonight. It's just one of those crazy days. Nine and, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Paul? I just got to say, you were talking about this chat, this paragraph eight. But the thing he does say, he says the key to resisting these temptations is not resistance at all. So everything <laughs> is beautiful. No problem. Don't resist. I know. Let everything know. So that that's good for me tonight too, Paula. So I'll yes, do nine. Thank you, you <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love We're you. We're all waiting here in the water. <laughs> it's nice not to be alone. It's really nice not to be alone. Oh my God, you are so not alone, honey. You are so not alone. You are having a very human experience today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we can all relate. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Yes, can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. I just am not used to this um, cell phone thing and conversations. It's just so foreign to me. But I, I thank you for what you shared, Paula. It's, uh, it feels heartbreaking and scary. And... Um, and, and I understand it. It happens to all of us, I think. It certainly happens to me that I don't know who I am and I don't know what purpose my life has. But uh, I did want to add something, uh, if it's okay, Paula, about what you said. Of course. Um, we have um, the dialogue. Fine. Go ahead. Um, we, we have spoken in many groups about perfect innocence. Um, the, I am talking personally. I, I don't want to um, have some kind of a, you know, dogma or protocol or, you know, reading from the book all the time. But I do feel that what I'm having trouble with and what I certainly want to feel and I want to feel... I want other people to feel, I suppose, is this feeling of perfect innocence. I, I would guarantee that if somebody else was having this confusing, upsetting day of not knowing who who their true self was, you would just jump right in with love and comfort for anybody else. We would all do that. What I can't do and what other people I notice can't do is to comfort my comfort ourselves to say we have regret we have remorse 
we don't like some of the things we've done, but that we are, and all, all creatures that God has created, namely us, have, are created in perfect innocence, no matter what, what we've done, what mistakes we've made. And I see them as mistakes. Uh, even intentionally hurting someone is a mistake. It's a mistake that that's going to fix something, some guilt, some anger, some injustice. So I think that I really feel this in my heart, that this innocence and no resistance to the innocence and no resistance to the pain either, but no resistance. And that I can say that everybody in this group and everyone I know, even if I like them or if I don't like them, they are innocent. They may not even understand what pain they're carrying from so long ago, so very long ago. What guilt, what remorse, what shame. So thank you all for being here. Thank you so much. Great, Amy. Thank you for that. Thank that you, really Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Amy. That was lovely. Yeah, we felt that. I did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, that's the one thing I think we all feel, that self-forgiveness, that self-love. For me, I shouldn't say we all, but I know speaking to many people, like you say, to forget the pure innocence of ourselves. You know, it's the human experience, and sometimes it just becomes very overwhelming. And you feel like, you know, like, there I go again. And But it, I, I know it, it too shall pass. I know it. And then coming together with my fellow travelers, my soulmates, my groupies, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no coincidence, you know. Yeah. And that's when we come together as one. Because we're all in this together, in one, in oneness. And there is only love. The underneath, you know, love yourself, love whatever. And it's hard. It just gets, there's those days, call it, you know, when we think that worse, it's probably the best times, you know, and that comes right out of the Course of Miracles. What you appear to think is the worst of times is the best of times, or you make your greatest strides. But it hurts. It hurts, and then the self-judgment hits, and the self-fear, and all that, and then it's the struggle again. You know, so it's. But it's okay. You know, like I said, you come together with like minds, and you say, "Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being there. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I have all my brothers and sisters. So, thank you." But we'll complete this chapter because that's the formality formality of just to keep, that we keep going through the book. But in between, whatever strikes, the floor is open. And that's where the pure dialogue comes in. So, like I said, these words, you know, invoke something within, but it can take us off into many, many different avenues, and it's fine, so... So let's just get through the chapters, finish up this chapter, and then the floor is open again. All right, so Yvonne, you want to continue? Okay, thank you, Paula. 
Giving and receiving are one in truth. By saying that giving and receiving are one in truth, it is being said that you are lacking only in what you do not give. The belief in lack is a temptation of the human experience. Here we go again. Thank you. This will relate to all situations in which you feel you have something to gain from some other. Again, this will be related to all patterns of of dissatisfaction with the small self. It has to do with any ideas that you may still hold concerning others having more than you have or to desires that you may feel have gone unfulfilled. While you may think that this means you are being asked to do without, this is not the case. You are simply being asked to give that you might receive and to receive that you might give. Thank you. There is no loss but only gain within the laws of love. By saying that there is no loss but only gain within the laws of love, you are being told to have no fear. Fear of loss is a great temptation of the human experience. If it were not for this fear of loss, you would not find it difficult to live by the thought system of the truth. This fear relates very strongly to your ideas of change and as such is the greatest detriment to your new beginning. These temptations relate to everything you fear to do because of the consequences your actions might bring. These fears rob you of your certainty and result in a lack of trust. The key to resisting these temptations is not resistance at all, but the idea that there is no loss but only gain within the laws of love. Special relationships have been replaced by holy relationship. By saying that special relationships have been replaced by holy relationship, it is being said that your only relationship is with the truth and that you no longer have a relationship with illusion. All of your fears in regards to special relationships are temptations of the human experience. These temptations will relate to any issues that you consider to be issues of relationship. All of your desires, fears, hopes, and expectations of others are temptations that arise from your old idea of special relationships. All of your plans to do good and be good, to help others, and to struggle to make the world a better place fall into this category. Your notions of wanting to protect or control are also notions based upon the necessity you have felt for the continuation of special relationships. Should I read on to 15? 
There's a correspondence. I'm, I'm supposed oh, okay. to read, but you can read it, of course. No, that's all right. Hello. No, Yvonne, why don't you pick up there and then Judy will finish up. Amy, did you read, Amy? No, I was supposed to read 615. All right, go ahead. Read. No, but you you want to do something else, it's perfectly... No, no, no. Read, Amy, I'm sorry. I'm a little mixed up tonight. Please just... I totally understand. You're totally innocent. I bless you as innocent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then you innocently read the paragraph, please. <laughs> Thank okay. you. I will do in total innocence. Okay. Now you must forget the idea of needing to maintain specialness. A key aid in helping you to put this temptation behind you is the idea of the holy relationship in which all exist in unity and within the protection of love's embrace. Wow, that's beautiful. If you but live by the idea that presenting, representing who you are in truth will create a new heaven on earth, you can lay aside any fears that others will suffer due to the changes of your new self will create to the changes your new self will create. As you live with awareness of the love of God within you, you will see that you have no need for special love relationships. You will realize that the love and the self you now, you, you now have available to share in relationships are all that you would share in truth. You will recognize that no others have a need for you to make them special for you. We'll see the truth of who you are rather than the illusion of who you would have them be. A little complicated. Gloria, you want to finish up, Gloria? 16 and 17? 16 and 17, okay. All of this... Temptation work together in the thought <clears throat> system of the ego and created partners that cause them to only seems to be interviewed, intervine, and all encompassing. Nothing but the truth is all encompassing. Illusion is made of parts that do not form real connections, <clears throat> but they only seem to have the ability to build upon each other. Let one part go, and soon all the remaining parts will crumble into the dust from which they come. The cement that was used to hold together the house <clears throat> of illusion was only your fear. Accept one part or tenant of the truth and see the reverse takes place. See how quickly the thought system of the truth builds upon itself and forms a real and true interrelated whole. <clears throat> what forms the house of truth is love eternal and it has always encompassed you. 
even unto encompassing the house of illusion that you made to obscure it from yourself. Complete. Thank you. Thank you all. Now here we are in the, the treatise on you know the personal self, and, and he does he he really gets down to the nitty gritty, you know. He knows us so well. Uh, Ron, are you still with us, sweetie? Yes, I am, but I think I'm going to be leaving you because um, I don't know. This back is is it's. I just can't focus, you know. Um, so I'm. I might um, just say good night, but I'm glad I got to stop in for a little while. I love you all. Thank you. Love you, Lana. Have a good night. Love you. Good to hear you, Lana. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. being here as you were. Blessings to yeah. you. God bless you, Lana. Oh, thank you, thank you. God bless everyone. Keep on inserting those articles into miracles. I love them. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah. One keeps me busy. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I did want to... One thing, if it's... Yes. I did want to share one thing about this issue of the truth. Uh, I hope, uh, unless somebody else wants to share right now. No, go ahead, please. Thank you. Um, I showed, um, I did a painting, which I can, a drawing, which I can send to you all, but uh, I don't have your email addresses, but... At any rate, I did a, a drawing of myself and when I was about five years old and, or four years old and my brother was about one year. And uh, I showed it to my, <laughs> to my uh, brother's girlfriend and I showed her how I had transformed the, the photograph I was using of myself and my brother I had transformed my face into, instead of this peaceful, beautiful little girl, I had sort of transformed it into a face that was angry and afraid, very fearful of something, a lot of fear and, and anger. And when I showed her, I said, isn't this interesting uh, that I, I projected this as a 55-year-old woman who, who drew it, I projected this truth of what I was seeing or feeling onto this drawing. And she responded in a way that I didn't understand. She said, oh, the drawing is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. You're such a wonderful artist. And I called her back later, and I just said, Tina, um... I really need you to be comfortable telling me the truth of what you see. 
And she said, well, I didn't want to upset you. I, I thought maybe if I said the face was angry or hurt or uh, fearful, that it would hurt you. And I really tried my best to say to her, I, I love you and I want you to always tell me the truth, always. If I don't need you to protect me. I don't need... I don't want to present myself as someone so fragile that can't hear the truth. And I said, I love you, and I have complete confidence in you. She said, well, yes, the face looked scared. The face looked angry. But I love all of your artwork. And I said, absolutely. So please be comfortable in telling me the truth. And I think we don't tell people the truth because we're afraid we're going to hurt them or they'll be angry with us. And I think the truth comes from God, from, from the Christ. We, uh, none of us, we all want to be helpful, but to not tell the truth is a tremendous denial of who we really are. And I'm just sending out all my love to all of you right now. That's it, and to tell the truth. Thank you. That, no, that was very good, hey. You know, but... In this world of illusion, you know, and we all want to be loving and supporting. And, and you know, it, it, sometimes the truth is, I, you know, you don't really want to say to hurt, you know, because, you know, someone's looking. We're all looking for love in our own way or to be, you know, accepted and, grant, you know, and cared for yeah. and, you know, and sometimes you have to be tactful, you know, like, and, you know, because there's some people that are so abrupt and, you know, I, I see, you know, don't be a phony, but, you know, I think honesty is what you have to say, with honest. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, here's like a relationship you have with this woman, you know, your sister-in-law, I think you said, or his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you sent me that picture, too. And all you said, who is it? And I knew your oh. face because your face was very prominent. Even oh, though yes. it was a child, it was, I yes. saw the adult. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it, it wasn't a happy face, but I wasn't going to say, well, I don't think you were, like you, were you looked like you were an unhappy child. <laughs> Because it, it was obvious, right? Right. But I just, you know, it's like I, I think, yeah. It's, you know, as we walk in this world, is a matter of courtesy and thoughtfulness, and you know, nobody wants to hurt with our words. Not like, you know, but if I'm like have a very deep, you know, relationship with someone, you know, very close, and I say, yeah, well, you know, kind of this or that, but it, it's a matter of just being. You know, aware of not hurting someone's feelings. So yes, sometimes the truth hurts, and that's an old cliche. But you don't want to really hurt anybody. I want I know. to make it very clear to her that that I thought it was a my fifty-five-year-old self that projected that that onto that child who who may not have had that expression. I just wanted to tell her that. To, that I just loved her so much, I really do, my brother's girlfriend, that 
she can always be comfortable because oh, she's such right. a lovely yeah. Well, that's, yeah, between you and her, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, showing it to other people, you know, you would just take whatever, they, you know, comment yeah. they would make. Yeah. Well, yes, of course. Yeah, I understand. All right. It sounds, okay. yeah, it sounds to me like you were expecting something else, and when you got what you got, yeah, okay. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand the whole context. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. That's a good question. Um, you know, uh, for me anymore, uh, I recognize this this tendency of, of wanting to say what's right or 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 how to say it or, or what to be said along those lines that is often revolved in uncertainty or fear. In fact, I'd say it always is. And gratefully, what I'm recognizing from this material is what works for me is to speak what comes from my heart, to speak, to speak, in effect, a message of love, whatever the setting is, whatever, whatever the matter is. So um, that takes me away from needing to judge what or how I'm going to say something. It leaves me in a place of feeling connected and, and feeling graceful and feeling at peace in a given moment with whatever I'm saying. So uh, it works for me to be quiet and to, to be silent and just wait for that message to come through because I know it is there waiting. <laughs> I know that, that the connection within me is there clearly knowing that the answer is going to come out. And I've watched this happen time and again in different sessions that we've had in different groups. Uh, as we get into different discussions along the lines, there's a time to where I'm rambling around in my mind, bouncing back and forth, you know, about this and what have you. But sooner or later, a quiet place comes, a place of stillness, and an answer is there. So this is what I'm finding from our material here within the course of love. I'm complete on that note. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Bill. That was yeah. really, yeah. Yeah, this is Yvonne real quick. Um, Amy, I just want to speak to what you were saying. From what I heard, you were very honest. You're very honest in your expression. You're an artist. You're very honest in how you express your feelings. So what came out, uh, in that picture uh, of the picture was exactly what you were feeling. So that's the truth. That's the truth. So what you can't, from my standpoint, you can't help what other people are thinking or feeling. You can only express, and I know as an artist, you already know that. You can, you only yep. can express that your truth. So I, I thought this was a beautiful, a beautiful expression. I was laughing. I was smiling. I'm thinking, my good, she, she's very aware. Of, of her own feelings, of your own feelings, and how you how you put it down on a, on a 
on a, on a, on a canvas or whatever. So I liked that. I thought that was very positive. So that's my take on that. I'm complete. Thank you so much. Thank you, Avon. Beautifully you can't help but if you're an artist or a writer or anything, I think we've all felt and we all we do feel or I feel certainly that I want to be helpful. But sometimes being helpful is letting the other person, giving them the opportunity to say how they really feel without judgment. And yes, of course, artists, good artists are just um, expressing, it's, it's, it's the spirit, it's God and, and them painting together. Good artists are collaborating with, with the Holy Spirit. Or the good paintings that I've done is in collaboration with the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure that Gloria understands this very well. You do your best work in collaboration, in truth, with the Holy Spirit. So thank you so much for what you said. Was that Lana? That was, I mean, not Lana. Was that Yvonne? Yes, that was Yvonne. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Glory, do you Amy? want to speak to Glory, you, Yvonne, Reverend Bill, does Glory want to speak to any of this? Uh, yeah, I just want to say that uh, <clears throat> to me, I feel that it should be very simple to live life because my willingness to live the, and the truth, like it's saying here, willing to live by the truth is the only offering you are us to make to God. And it's so true. If I'm willing to live knowing who I am, I will stop judging myself, others, and it will be very simple. I always say it should be very simple to live when I let go the ego or the personality that I've been in the past. When is going to be changed for me? When is going to be the reality that I I live the other night or every night I will <clears throat> say thank you God for this day for the for the love for your presence I know you express through me you love through me you move through me thank you and <clears throat> in that moment I open myself to the Christ in me and I feel such a peace, such a happiness that is is hard to describe. When this has happened, it was a second I suppose. I said, Oh God don't go out of me I, I want more of this. I want more of this. 
And I say, you never go out of me. How can I say that? You're always with me. You are part of me. For that, my life should be simple. Nothing should be bothering me, worrying me. I want to have that. And it's my prayer. And as <clears throat> such a prayer, I expect to have it. Otherwise, why I pray? As a chaplain that I was for many years, I always, I always tell the people come to me for prayers. Do not think about in the future, oh, I will be good, I will be whole and healthy. No, right now is the present moment that I need to live, that I need to be, understand <clears throat> who I am. The past is gone. My future, I don't know, but right now is what I have to remember, my willingness that is so important to me my open heart to my father, to my friend, to my creator, and to all of us, the presence of God in each of us, not just me, all of us. I am, I am very grateful for that. I'm complete. Thank you for listening. Wow, oh, thanks for sharing that, Gloria. That was brilliant. Just beautiful. Yeah, Gloria, as I said earlier on the call, every time I need somebody, I get an answer. I always know God will answer. And you you were the, his answer to me tonight, Gloria. I love you. Thank you so much for being here tonight. You hadn't been here for weeks and weeks, and here you show up tonight. Is that not God's hand at work? Thank you, Gloria. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, all of you, for being part of my life. Thank you. Way to go, darling. Hey, um, Amy, I have a question for you. And, and the question I have for you is, is coming from the place of the, the quote-unquote partnership that we have in our union and our, our ongoing journeys together throughout all of these, these sessions. And, this activity, when you showed your painting to this this friend, this this person, yeah, it, did you have an expectation of what you would hear from her? Well, um, I think so. I think my I think probably I did. The expectation was that she, like my brother could see, you know, anybody could see the difference between the photograph and the interpretation I made of my own face. And I I guess uh, I was rather shocked that I was just interested in discussing it with her, but not in the fact that she um, was not willing to that she wasn't willing to even to acknowledge what she saw, which was exactly what I saw. And that was the expectation that she was trust 
that she trusted me and herself enough to say, yeah, well, this is interesting. Yeah, this is really interesting, this projection you did. Yeah, I had the expectation that she was um, saw what I saw, but that she, which she did, by the way, but wasn't willing to, she was afraid of hurting my feelings. So I had the expectation that she trusted me enough to tell the truth. That Absolutely, I did, yeah. Okay, so two things along those lines. Thank you. Um, uh, when you shared with us this to begin with, uh, you made the statement that that she came back. She said to you, um, "This is what I recall hearing." She told you that she thinks you're a wonderful artist. Yes. And she really, yes. really appreciates your artistry. And that yes. said nothing about what her interpretation was of the painting itself, but it was speaking about who you are and how she knows you as an artist. Yes. Right. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> with some some gentleness, I believe it's called for in that in that conversation, and mm-hmm. um, and recognizing the 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 anticipation or the expectation that you that you had that that might have caused the the conflict at that point. So. Um, and, and I say this, and I know you, you, you from all the all the work that we've done together, uh, that this is this is part of this incredible journey that we're on, journey mm-hmm. of healing, awakening, of awareness, and 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 most importantly, regardless of the form of the the way the communication occurs, the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. that you have today with that person. Yes. This is all, all, all about relationship. So, so we uh, ended... Thank you. So, thank you so much. Thanks. Ended it with Thanks, Thank you very much, Bill. It, the, the thing is that I have this feeling... I, I don't... Um, it's not me wanting to hurt anyone or anyone wanting to hurt me. I, I sort of dropped that part. But I sort of do value if people trust each other enough to be fairly honest, you know, and realize that in, a, in, the, most, in the most loving way that they know. I, I feel that a lot of healing has occurred in my life and in others by by gentle, loving honesty. And that's exactly what's happened that's been so healing in my life, is gentle, honest healing and honesty and, and truth. Yeah, thank you. But thank you that's so much, Bill. I'm hearing uh, this also, I think you can relate to this too, that that healing that we're speaking of is the healing in the present moment. Yeah. It may it, it relates to some time from the past, perhaps, but the present moment experience of the healing is where the growth occurs. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I've got some more to add to that that I w- that I wanted to share before we started into the second round of reading. 
I didn't get quite a chance to get to it, but um, I'll just stop for now and see if there's any comment or any insight, anything that anybody wants to offer to that point just there. I'm sorry, Bill. What was the point that you were making? I may well, have drifted. Um, <laughs> sorry. Just recognize the importance of the relationship and recognize mm -hmm. the healing that occurs in a present moment. Uh, it may have been about some instant, some event from the past, but the healing experience is occurring in a present moment present moment of awareness. Mm -hmm. The past is gone. I mean, are you well, saying is, is that if an, old, if an old feeling surfaces, this is a present moment experience. It's not, that, it's not mm -hmm. something, it may be something from the past, however the feeling is yeah. being experienced in the present moment, and that's when the healing yeah. can take place. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't yes. matter when yeah. the event occurred. Yeah. That's the second point that I was wanted to bring up earlier. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I get a kick out of this that we, we were looking at this point about giving and receiving at one in truth because in our course class this morning, Course of Love group this morning, we were on Chapter 9 in the Art of Thought, which is giving and receiving. And uh, it was a phenomenal experience that we had this moment along those lines, but it recognizes that all healing, one, one of the pieces of that is he's telling us that we go back to matters from the past and we look at those, but recognize that we are now at a different state than we were when that experience occurred. We're now at a different state as a result of the work that we've been doing with this material, Course of Miracles and the Course of Love, and anything along these lines. That, mo that memory coming up in any given moment is an opportunity to be able to see it from a different consciousness than we saw it at the moment when it first occurred. Yeah. That's true. And there's there's the healing opportunity that's that's part of our growth, part of our our ongoing forgiveness, if you will. Uh, and uh, so I, I just I hear the resonating in in all that we're speaking up in this matter. Thank you. I think I yeah. said enough. I'm complete. <laughs> you know, good stuff. So allow me to jump in, in. You know, the giving and receiving in the present moment. And it is, it's all old patterns, and he says that in that particular paragraph. And it's old hurts and wounds. And we carry that within our soul in a, in, as we travel to this, you know, dimension of it, whatever you want to call it, whatever works. And when we have a, a relationship or a special, or whatever, it's a relationship, it's not by coincidence. And a healing is needed. And whatever transpired between Amy and her sister, her, I think it's the girlfriend, or between anybody. And in that present moment, there's the opportunity for healing, always. The opportunities abound all along, because that's 
the soul's journey is to heal or believes it has to heal. So, you know, if we, at that point, if we're coming into the truth and it's there and we know it, it's it's the giving and the receiving at that time because what I'm giving, I'm receiving, and it's like that mm-hmm. the souls know it had to happen at that moment, but that was the opportune moment. That's the growth that's coming to the truth. Am I making any sense here? I know what I'm trying to get conveyed. It's not a coincidence. Far from it. That it will, that, that whatever hurt from the old patterns will be healed. And what, he, what I like about what he said is stop struggling. Just let it happen. And it happens all by itself. That's what I like. That's what I took away. Mm-hmm. Just let it be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we define, we mince words, and we pick words, but everything that unfolds at that very moment, whatever was behind Amy's motivation of changing the face, it, was, it wasn't by coincidence. It was part of the divine design. And it was a part in they play, those two souls, her soul and the soul of the other person was meant for that conversation, the healing. Every moment of this, this existence is for our healing. That's why we're here. That's how I look at it. So you can spend hours and breaking it apart and lying on a psychologist's couch trying to get answers. It is all from the past. And if we can bring it into the present moment, like Reverend Bill says, and see it and have that opportunity and know it's there for us to heal, how many opportunities do we let pass by and we keep seeking for the truth? So, part of the human existence, uncomplete. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Paula. We'll be signing off here, everyone. Night, Yvonne. Good night. Yeah, good night, Yvonne. Nice to hear your voice. Yeah, we're going to be ending. I'm going to close this call, too, because I am fading very rapidly. And I'm sorry if I was kind of off mark tonight. It just had not been the best of my human experience today. I lost many opportunities today. Sending, sending you love. That happened. Sending, <laughs> sending you love. Thank you. I'll thank be saying good night. Good night. Sending you love. Good night. All the- good night. Yeah, good night to all. Thank you for being here. And thank you. Come back, Reverend Bill and Gloria. <laughs> we do miss you. Yeah. Good night, everyone. God thank you for this moment. Good night, everybody. God love bless you, all of you. Love you. Love you, Judy. Good night. Love you. Love you. Later.